Good morning, church, and welcome to another session of our mini-series on Empowered in Work. Last week, we heard from Dan, who took us on a journey through his allotment, looking at the three Fs within our series, fulfillment, frustration, and future. For those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Benita, and I am in the line of work in education specifically teaching in a secondary school here in Hertfordshire. I have been working as a teacher for best part of my Christian life. So a lot of this talk will relate to my work. It is such a privilege for me to share my thoughts with you on this series today, because being a teacher is it's not an easy task. Looking at being empowered within that se sector it's not an easy task as well. I have long hours of planning and marking, in addition to being a mum to two very boisterous boys and a wife to a very busy husband. It's very tiring, yet it's very rewarding, I can say. As a Christian in work, I have always thought, how do I share my faith at work? What does sharing my faith look like? I want to do more than just inspire my students to love my subject, love the subject that they're doing, appreciate it, but I want to make a lasting impact in their lives and a purposeful one. I desire to express God's love in every aspect of my life, and that includes my work. For some of us, our work takes a big part of our day, for some of us, a smaller part. However, whatever the size of your work, God values your work. God values my work and it matters to him. If my work and your work matters to God, then we are expecting to see his favor within our work. We want to use the opportunities that been, that's available to us to share his love. We want to use the opportunities to even check our own heart is our heart right? We serve an amazing God who is able to do above and beyond what we think. He wants us to be empowered in every aspect of our lives. I believe that there are opportunities in whatever you do, whether you're at home or you're in a building or in a different establishment, in whatever you do, I believe that there are opportunities for us to be empowered within that. So today I'd like to share a few thoughts on how we can be empowered in work. How do we leave our homes full of God's presence, full of the Holy Spirit and go into work? How do we share that? How do we translate that? How can we make decisions that will bring glory to the name of God? How can we truly be empowered? So that's what we're going to look at today. The first thing is we need to develop a relationship with God. If we are to carry God's glory, we need to be in relationship with him. James chapter 1 verse 5 tells us, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given unto him. When I got into teaching, it became something like a mission, a vision. I felt that every job that I had been to, there was a reason why I was there. I couldn't put my finger on most, most of the time, but 
I trusted God enough to know that if I'm there, then he's got a purpose for me in that place of work or on the way to work. The circumstances and situation that I found myself in led me to believe that God wanted me there. Could be speaking to a student about something that they're struggling with. It could be speaking to a colleague, giving some advice. I believe that God wanted me there. The book Scattered Servants by Alan Scott states that we do not just go to work. We are sent to work. Our place of work was intended to be a place of discovery and creativity, not just productivity. So when I read that, I thought to myself, well, let's think about the creation story of how God created the heaven and the earth. He was very specific on the details of how the earth should be, what it should look like, that work. Even through the Old Testament, we find lots of accounts of how God instructed his people to build his temples, the number of pillars, the amount of gold. So I think that when you are in close relationship with God, it makes it easier for God to direct your path, direct your work, use you within your work. Our God is a God of order. And of chaos. And if he's created or made way for a specific work or a specific job, he has a plan. So, in that case, then whatever we do, we need to do it with all our hearts. Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 says, Whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord, not to men. So, it doesn't matter how long you are placed in a specific work. How long you were there? You were there for a particular reason. I was there for a particular reason. You may not know it. I may not know it. But God knows because he's placed you there and he has a purpose for you being there. And you can be empowered within that place. Prayer and relationship are two key attributes of our empowerment at work or empowerment in the workplace. Prayer is how we speak to God, how we communicate to God. So that is important. As we communicate, we build relationship. We can't build a relationship without speaking, without saying anything. Okay? So in our prayer, we develop that relationship with God. Now, prayer itself looks different to different people. For me, as a teacher, sometimes it's in the car, I'm going to work. I know what I'm going to face for the day, what I'm going to face for the morning. And I need God. So I pray for the Holy Spirit to fill me. I pray for the Holy Spirit, for the presence of God to be at work, even before I enter my workplace. I pray for God to give me wisdom to deal with certain circumstances that I know that may arise with, let's say, colleagues, um, students, even those I don't know, I haven't seen. I pray that God would give me that wisdom. And I believe is that the relationship that I have developed with him and encouraged me and helps me to have that communication and have that assurance that as I ask and speak to him, he has listened to me and he is going to move on my behalf. So it doesn't matter what the situation is. 
if we have this relationship with our Lord, then we're able to be empowered in our workplace. He's the one who knows how or what is needed to make a lasting impact in the lives of the people that you're going to come across. Okay, so we need that relationship. We requ it requires spending time with him, whether it be praying, praising, singing, worshipping, speaking in tongues, that relationship that we have with him. We need to develop that. In our business of life, that may prove to be difficult, but I want to encourage you to, to work hard at it. Try harder. Try something new. Try a different way. Okay, our God desires to be close to us. Therefore, making prayer important will develop that relationship, that closeness that he desires from us. Secondly, we need to keep our hearts right and be humble. Luke chapter 6 verse 45 reads, A good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. As we are sent by God, I believe that it's important for us to be genuinely humble. The humility in our hearts before God and then humility before others. We need to be real with others. We don't need to put on a fake version of ourselves. Us being real might be that we incur something good, sometimes something bad, but it doesn't mean that we are not real. We need to be humble. We need to remain humble. Humility brings about respect from other students. It brings about respect from colleagues, respect from the people that we come in contact with. We need to be able to forgive others. We need to be able to ask for forgiveness, recognize when we have done things that are not in line with our work, not in line with God's laws, and we need to ask for forgiveness. Exercising humility offers us a great opportunity for influence and sometimes the opportunity to share our faith. The way we speak should reflect Jesus living in us. You should be looking to have a positive impact on those you come in contact with regardless of your role, whether it be a director, a manager, a supervisor, a cleaner, customer service assistant, whatever role you find yourself in, you should be looking to have a positive impact. Now, sometimes within our work, there are good days, there are bad days. Sometimes when things are not in line uh, with our organizations, not in line um, with our schools, then there are consequences, okay? So this does not take away the need for consequence, but our place should not be to condemn and criticize, but to be lifted up, to lift others up. Personally, myself, as a teacher, sometimes I praise students, I reward students, and sometimes there is need for a sanction because there is a consequence for not being in line with the 
rules and regulations of our school. But how I give up that sanction has to be with humility. Can't be arrogant and forceful and, and showing disregard. There still should be a humility within my heart, still wanting to see the best out of that student, even within giving him or her that sanction. So my response should be reflecting God who lives inside of me. There are some situations that are challenging and we can get very disappointed, but we know that God is bigger than that. And we can go to him and ask for help, support, intercede for other people. Let your advice be seasoned with the love of God. Let your advice be Christ-centered. Some of us, we get asked for advice and people come to us for counsel. People trust that we're going to say the right thing to them. Let your advice be based in the word of God, not just your own thing that you want to tell someone. Think about it. Sometimes you need to pray about it first before giving that advice. But that humility inside of you would stop you and say, think first. Our God is so amazing that we can come to him in prayer to ask him to help us with those things. Um, we can ask him to change our hearts if it is not in the right place. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, not in some ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So he can help us. We trust in God. We lean on to him. We acknowledge him. And he will direct us. So just think back to a time when you were at school. Okay, a time when I was at school. There were some teachers who were very nice. And they were very good to you. They gave you good advice. Always trying to get the best out of you. And there was a teacher that you really didn't like because that teacher had no humility, not humble at all, always aggressive and, and very judgmental. So which teacher had more lasting impact on you? I know for myself who did. Which teacher, if you were a teacher, would you want to be? Would you want to be that judgmental teacher or would you want to be um, that teacher who looks for the best interests of your students? We need to keep our heart right and ask God to lead our path. The third thing is fruits of the spirit in your everyday. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23, Paul outlines some of the attributes that we demonstrate as a result of the Holy Spirit working in our hearts, which are, we already know they're the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. 
as Christians, we can demonstrate the fruits of the Spirit in our everyday work, in our everyday walk with God, whether it be in school or elsewhere. We want to share God's glory and therefore we want to share his love within how we conduct ourselves using the fruits of the Spirit. So where do we begin? Let's begin with love. Let your actions be full of love. Not any love. We're talking about the agape love, that love that only God can give us. Let us be filled with it. And as we are filled with that love, joy comes out. The joy in our work, how we present ourselves, our demeanor at work. We want that light that shines within us to shine out when we enter a room, when we enter a meeting, a coffee shop, our homes. Let that light shine, that joy that's we let it be bursting out. The Father has given us peace that we can access, that peace we can ask for, that we can pray for, that peace that surpasses all understanding. As we have allowed the Holy Spirit to work within us, we can take that quality in our everyday. Why not show this on, this, on the outside? Be patient with others that you come in contact. Give people opportunity to speak, to be themselves. We want our colleagues to say, oh, how does she do that? Why is he or she so calm? Colleagues will notice how you react in situations. Colleagues will notice when you're in a room. Be a model for kindness and goodness. Have faith in those you are entrusted with. Encourage students to be confident, that's for me. That's what I do. I encourage them to be confident, to be determined, to be hopeful, to be the best that they can be. Help build character. Never accepting the judgment put on others by other people. Get to know people for yourself. Give them the opportunity to be themselves. Be gentle with people. When we are tempted to be harsh, based on the circumstances at work, it could be a colleague, it could be a decision made, take a pause, express self-control. We cannot underestimate our influence in our workplaces on colleagues, on students and others. We have a responsibility to portray Christ within us and take it on with grace and humility. Sometimes we're not able to share our faith in a more direct way that we would want to, but we can still demonstrate what it means to have Christ living in our hearts through the fruits of the Spirit. In Matthew chapter 5, 14 to 16 states, we are the light of the world. And it goes on to say, let your light shine before men 
that they may see your good deed and give glory to God. My final point this morning is to trust God and be bold. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 to 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Isn't that amazing? That we can be anxious for nothing. We can trust in God. We can be bold. To trust in God is to place all our confidence in him and him alone. And with this confidence, we can be bold. We can be hopeful through the Holy Spirit. In my line of work, it's very stressful, as I've said before, but I can learn, to, I have learned to trust in God. I have learned that that trust needs to be on a daily basis. I trust that God is with me. I trust that God is going to work through me. I trust that he's going to use me for his glory. We should trust God as we acknowledge him in our everything, in our every day. We should trust that he has our best interests. We should trust that he will empower us in our work. We can sometimes be fearful about our ability, what others think about us. For me, fearful about students, worried about students. But all in all, we can trust in God. Now, we look at things sometimes that are impossible on our own. But we can have the confidence that everything is possible with God. We trust that even sometimes when we find ourselves in a, our darkest hour, in a dark part of our work, in a very turbulent part of our work, we can trust that there is a light at the end, that that future is sure with God. We can trust that even if we don't know why we're where we are, why are we doing this job, why is it this work, why is it this company, that we can trust that God has placed us there for a reason. We have that confidence and we can do our work with boldness. We can trust that there are definite opportunities to share God in every work that we do. Hold on to that. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not onto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. In summary, we should not underestimate our influence in work. We are able to be empowered in our work through having a close relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, keeping our hearts right, expressing the fruits of the Spirit, and trusting in God and being bold that he will direct our paths. We should allow God to empower us to be empowered in our workplaces. Make every day count in the kingdom of God. Make every day count in your in meeting other people make every day count to express God's love 
I hope this has been helpful to you. So we will conclude with a prayer. Father God, we just want to thank you for the opportunity that we've had today. We thank you that you are able to help us to be empowered in our workplaces. We thank you that we can speak to you and ask you for help when we need to. We thank you that we can trust in you and have confidence that you are working for our good. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you and I'll see you later.